Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Every year, millions of men across America dread spring cleaning, but I'm here to tell you there were a couple simple steps from Tommy John, the revolutionary underwear brand that's redefining comfort. There's a way to play this out to your advantage. Step one, spring clean your underwear drawer and toss out your old-fashioned ratty underwear. Step two, treat yourself and upgrade to a few pairs of Tommy John underwear in the softest, most breathable fabrics you've ever worn. Step three, when your fresh underwear is delivered, slip into them and experience the no-roll waistband for a perfect fit. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail. I am at the point where I can wear nothing but Tommy John underwear. True story. The underwear comes with a no-wedgie guarantee. That's important when you're a nerd like me. They've eliminated visible panty lines for women, and their quick draw fly has been proven to save men over 217 unfurling minutes a year. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash P-A-T-R-I-C-K for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Joined by the four Dan Nets. I was sequestered. It's Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick, the sportscaster. Welcome to the program. <laughs> Last night I heard from some people saying, hey, you're trending on Twitter. I go, I'm not on Twitter. I said, well, you're on Twitter. And when did you get into politics? And I said, I try to shy away from politics. And then all of a sudden I saw the headline, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick with the quote, lots of grandparents willing to die to save economy for grandchildren. Once again, to clarify, that's not me. You're feel free to like that if you like that tweet, but that's not me, and that's not how I feel. Just saying. Wow. It was like my wife says to me, What did you say on the show today? And I go, Nothing. Like any other day. And I got friends who are Republicans. They're like, yeah, okay, hey, how about that? And I go, well, no, 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 no. But, um, yeah, the lieutenant governor of uh, Texas, the great state of Texas, that is not me. The, quote, lots of grandparents willing to die to save economy for grandchildren. <laughs> Skip Bayless said that is hot. Yeah, that's a hot take right there. <laughs> hot, uh, hot, 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 hot. hot take. Welcome to the program. Woo. Yeah, saw that. And uh, by the way, people who are emailing, thank you for those who had my back to say, no, that's not the same Dan Patrick. No, he wouldn't say something like that. But uh, there were people who had some unkind things to say about me. They did. They really did. And I was going to uh, have my team have my back. And apparently they were doing other things. Yes, Seton. Right. To be fair, we say lots of stupid things on this show. We just don't say that. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. So your name is Dan Patrick, and you do not support this message? I do not support this message. I, I got a text from a buddy who lives in Arizona who, who's been smoking weed for about 35 years straight, and he texted me, goes, dude, what's up with your boy? And I, <laughs> he sent me the link. I'm like, yeah. not my boy. Yeah. So uh, for anybody who thought that was me and are disappointed, uh, just letting you know that uh, that is not me. That's not my quote. That's not something I believe in. And I love grandparents. I really do. I do. You imagine you say, and I can't imagine where you go. I'm going to speak for all grandparents here because the lieutenant governor is a grandparent, and therefore he's willing to die for his six grandchildren. All right. I don't know if you took a, you know, how big a sample size you had with grandparents there, but it's kind of a strong quote there. Strong quote. We now resume our regularly scheduled program. 
The Dan Patrick Show. Now the bad news. The Olympics have officially been canceled. Just got the word from the uh, International Olympic Committee. I'll give you uh, sort of the meat of this. In the present circumstances and based on the information provided by the WHO today, the IOC president and prime minister of Japan have concluded that the Games in Tokyo must be rescheduled to a date beyond 2020, but not later than the summer of 2021, to safeguard the health of the athletes, everybody involved in the Olympic Games, and the international community. When you think about it, we consume the Olympics three weeks out of the year, right? Maybe four. Maybe you talk about three weeks and then that fourth week of after the Olympics, and we get to see them when they're on different shows, you know, showing off their gold medals. And then we go back to our regular life. So, you know, if every three years and, what, 48 weeks, uh, we, we, we're not consumed with the Olympics. We don't care about those sports. You know, team handball. You're not, you know, you're curling we might be interested in now, but we're looking for any kind of uh, athletic competition here. Gymnastics, maybe a little bit you'll watch. But for the most part, when's the last time you said, boy, I uh, can't wait to see Simone Biles. Now, when the Olympics roll around, you're excited about that, and rightfully so. But the Olympic, you know, these athletes, they're the ones that are preparing all their lives for this moment. And then it goes away. And I know it can't be controlled, but I think when we, 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 we don't think of the Olympic athletes at any other time than that three-week or four-week period during the summer or winter Olympics. And I feel bad for them because they've been training for this. But it's the right decision. You can't get together with your team. And you want them to be able to go over there and be at their best, be fully prepared. And this was not going to allow them to do this. This program is brought to you by True Car. If you want to get an upfront price from a dealer online, search from over a million pre-owned vehicles with a new True Car. Buy smarter, drive happier. Joe Buck, the great play-by-play voice, will join us coming up a little bit. He is feeling alone at home. He has nothing to uh, broadcast, no play-by-play, so we'll check in with Joe Buck. Adam Schefter from the Mothership, he's been busy. And Lance Zerline, NFL.com. When we have our football stars at the Super Bowl read their draft profiles, they're usually reading something that Lance has written about them. Now, he does write good things about them, but we always pick out the bad things because that's better content. So when Drew Brees talks, you know, he reads his draft profile and they have all these negatives, or J.J. Watt does, or Aaron Rodgers does. Chances are Lance Zerline, who does a great job because he gives you a balanced opinion there. He's not afraid to criticize somebody. Everybody seems to compliment, you know, these draft picks. Every draft pick feels like it's a great draft pick, at least in the first round. And Lance will join us a little bit later on. Lance is... Of the belief the Bengals would trade, I don't know if he thinks they should trade or will trade uh, that number one pick to the Dolphins for a couple of draft picks, first-round draft picks, and some second-round draft picks. But Lance will join us a little bit later on. You can dial us up if you'd like, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to our radio partners, Fox Sports Radio lineup. And you can watch us on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. The meat madness is underway. Over 50,000 votes yesterday. And uh, the Texas region is on display today. So we will bring you those songs. We have eight songs to bring. 
to your attention, two-week voting period for the opening round of Meet Madness. We had some great ones yesterday, really unbelievable ones. The competition will be stiff, and uh, the winner of the Final Fork and the, the National uh, Championship will win a Traeger Grill. Uh, McLevin, you got a poll question for me today. Well, it depends. It depends. you want draft or do you want free agency losers to start? You pick. Okay. Tua Tungavailoa put out a video last night that got the Twitter world very excited uh, where he was working out. If they were both perfectly healthy, who would you want, Joe Burrow or Tua? I'm still going to take uh, Joe Burrow because he hasn't had any injuries. Although he had an injury at Ohio State. I believe, when he lost out to uh, Fields. But I, I I would take a healthier quarterback in this situation. Tua might have a better upside. He might be a better pro. I, you know, I don't know. But Joe Burrow, I know, is healthy. Tua is not healthy. And I don't know if that comes back to haunt him. If any of these injuries, you know, is the hip arthritic? Uh, is the ankle arthritic? You never know. Because look at, you know, what happened with Todd Gurley. You, you don't know, and uh, I, I can't take that big a risk on a quarterback that is is going to be an unknown. Yeah, McLovin. Another question off that, which quarterback makes a Pro Bowl first, Burrow or Santua? <laughs> because Burrow is going to Cincinnati where he might not have tools to look good. Yeah, but he's going to get a chance to play right away. If Tua goes to Miami, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick will probably be your starting quarterback to start out with. Um, you know, it's like Justin Herbert, if he goes to the Chargers, they got Tyrod Taylor there. It feels like the, those quarterbacks aren't quite ready. Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, they're not ready to start. And they're going to go in and might go into better situations, but they're going to be a backup for a little while. I don't know if Tua plays right away. Joe Burrow's going to play right away. Although the Bengals still have Andy Dalton. And that, to me, is fascinating. Do you cut him? Is anybody going to trade for him? But we'll talk to Adam Schefter about this next hour. You still have Jameis out there, and you have, you know, Cam Newton. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, would you take a chance on Jameis Winston? Buy low. It it gives you a little bit of insurance in case something goes wrong with Dak Prescott. I don't know. Just These guys are going to end up somewhere as a backup, and that's what I wondered about Jameis because that's a former number one overall pick. Cam, does somebody bring in Cam? And, you know, with what happens with the Washington Redskins, you know, they brought in Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen will probably play more than, you know, Dwayne Haskins there because that's Ron Rivera's guy. So if Ron really, you know, he didn't bring in Cam Newton, and I that told me something there, that maybe Ron realizes that Cam is not quite healthy yet. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that the Bengals look at Andy Dalton and say, don't trade him now, trade him in like August 10th when some starter gets injured in a preseason game, assuming the season goes on as, as asked? Remember years ago when Minnesota had Sam Bradford and, and they had him and, and they traded him to Philly? And there are, and I'm sorry, and, and you know, like you wait for that injury to happen and then you can get max value for an Andy Dalton. Maybe they're going to hold him, kind of like blood diamond him for a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, you know, but it's, it's a situation where. You know, some of these teams, it feels like they're locking in on their quarterbacks right now. And Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton can start. Now, I was surprised that the Bears didn't go after Andy Dalton. Is is Nick Foles a better quarterback than Andy Dalton? Not in my opinion. Uh, he's, he's got a higher 
uh, upside when he's great. But, you know, Andy Dalton's been more consistent than Nick Foles. Yeah, McLovin. Is Jameis Winston to the Cowboys wishful thinking on your part? He's, <laughs> no, your, most, he's no. your favorite quarterback. I know. But I, I don't want to do that to disrupt a team. By the way, they just lost Travis Frederick. And here's a guy who was a great offensive lineman out of Wisconsin, and uh, he's retiring at the age of 29. Uh, but it, this isn't a you know, CTE situation. This is a disease, an autoimmune uh, disease that's attacking his body. It made it difficult for him to be able to function. In 2018, he missed some time due to this disease. And, you know, so now if you're the Cowboys, does this change draft strategy at all with what you do? But, you know, with Jameis, you know, Pittsburgh, is that a possibility here? Then he could actually be in a position to be the successor for Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, that to me, if I'm Jameis and I get that opportunity, I can be the backup in Pittsburgh, I take that right away. Because, you know, if I go to Dallas, if Dak signs that long-term deal, I'm not playing. But if I go to Pittsburgh, Ben plays one or two more years, now I'm in good position. I don't know if the Steelers saw enough with Duck Devlin or Mason Rudolph where they go, you know what, we're good with our quarterbacks. Because I wouldn't be. I would seriously look at Jameis Winston if I'm the Steelers. And even the Cowboys, who's their backup right now? Do you know McLevin? Is it Cooper Rush still? Possibly. Uh, Remember that guy, Cooper Rush, small small college guy? He was there, I think, last year, but we'll double check. Yeah, Paul. Was he a Central Michigan Chippewa, Cooper Rush? That's the feeling I'm getting from my one double eight eight. He's no Easton Stick. Oh, you love that guy. Yes. Phone calls are welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. So we'll do the Texas region. We'll have that for you coming up. Uh, I think I've covered all of the headlines here. And we'll settle on a poll question, McLovin. Which one do you want to go with first hour? I want to go for clicks. Who's had the worst offseason? Let's do it and put the Cowboys at the top of that list because they didn't pay Dak. They didn't resign Byron Jones, the cornerback. And now, unfortunately, they lost Travis Frederick. Uh, I looked at a list on CBSSports.com. It's the Texans, the Cowboys, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, uh, the Detroit Lions are the five worst off seasons. How about that for the poll? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, Paul. I'd like to throw in a team to discuss for this poll, the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts used a first-round pick to get DeForest Buckner, who they got to pay a lot of money. They brought in an old quarterback who didn't play well last year, and it wasn't Tom Brady. Uh, do they seem improved? I just can't. Like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this with Phillip Rivers. They reportedly weren't interested in Tom Brady. Brady was interested in the Colts. You know, according to his agent, they, they, they were trying to get interest from the Colts. If you're paying Phillip Rivers $25 million for one year, why not pay Tom Brady $50 million for two? I, that still baffles me. Now, I know there's a relationship between the offensive coordinator and Phillip Rivers, but I don't care. You know, are, are, were the Colts adverse to bringing in Brady? They brought in Jacoby Brissett, so you can't say, well, they'd never bring in a Patriot. But maybe they maybe they didn't want to be involved in the whole Tom Brady process. I, I don't know. But I would have said, hey, that seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah, McLevin. You said that kind of casually, that Tom Brady had interest in the Colts. I thought the Colts turned him in for a deflategate. Well, that was a long time ago with a different GM. Wasn't that long ago. Well, I'm trying to move on, Seton. <laughs> I'm trying to move on. Uh, 
You know, maybe it came down to that. I have no idea. I just kept thinking, well, wait a minute. Why wouldn't you just bring in Brady? Uh, could you have gotten Philip Rivers at a cheaper price if you said you were looking at Brady? I don't know. But Philip Rivers for one or Brady for two at the same money? I'm taking Tom Brady every day. What's my upside? Maybe playing deep into January with Tom Brady. Philip Rivers? Maybe a good regular season. But look at the weapons he had with the Chargers last year, and they did nothing. Brady, and granted, the, you know, Brady's better off in Tampa with those weapons, with that coach, and maybe that's, you know, the relaxed atmosphere that he wants to have and he feels appreciated there. You, you don't want to go where you're forcing your way into the Colts. You want to be appreciated. And that's why, if that's, you know, that feels like that's one of the overriding factors, why he decided that he was going to go to Tampa. He just wanted to be appreciated, respected, loved, as strange as that may sound. All right, we'll take a break. Phone call's coming up, and uh, we'll check in with Joe Buck. Hey, Todd. How are you? Good. I'm a little concerned about Joe. I think he's losing his mind a little bit. I think it's very creative what he's doing, trying to pass the time, but these tweets are coming out, and he's, he's narrating things going on with his family and his kid falling down and smacking his wife. It's getting a little strange. Hopefully you can uh, Joe Joe didn't smack his wife. No, Joe's baby. Yeah, uh, there you go. Shot at the uh, there at the wife. So things are getting a little wild in the in the Buck household. So <laughs> hopefully you can ease his mind uh, a little bit there. Probably should have just gone to commercial. Probably, <laughs> Probably. should have. Probably should have just gone. I appreciate you trying to work me into the first yeah. segment. Though. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you were Got with us. Shot. Yeah, I didn't know if you were with us. Still don't know if you're with us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have you though. It's good to be here. Glad to have you. Hope you stick around. Davis jersey on. Feeling good. Oh, no, I got you. I got it. You're looking good, man. Looking good. All right, we'll take a break here. Coming up on 18 after the hour, phone calls on the way. This is the sportscaster, Dan Patrick, on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including the $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the website. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at BetOnline to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code PODCAST1 for your 100% sign-up bonus. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget the promo code PODCAST1 for your 100% sign-up bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. We'll settle on a poll question coming up. Uh, a couple of phone calls here. Jack in Chicago joins us. Good morning, Jack. What's on your mind? Um, I was wondering 
Who would you rather have, Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky as your starting quarterback? Are you a Bears fan, Jack? Yes. How old are you? 13. Who do you want as your quarterback? Um, well, Foles did uh, help the Eagles win the Super Bowl, so I'd probably pick Foles. All right. I would pick Nick Foles as well. Thank you, Jack. Uh, Thank you. Yep. Yeah. And uh, good luck this season. I'm going to homeschool Jack. <laughs> Nick Foles, though, is the right choice here because, you you know, you have this window of opportunity here with that defense, Khalil Mack. You want to make sure you have the right quarterback in there. And Mitchell Trubisky, it still feels like a work in progress. We're finding some of these younger quarterbacks, uh, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, maybe Mitchell Trubisky. You know, Daniel Jones may work out where they're going to end up going to another team eventually, being a backup, and it's, it's you know, kind of the Ryan Tannehill way of life where you move on, you're back up, you wait for your chance, you go in there, and then you're there for the long haul. At least you get another contract. And that may be the case with Mitchell Trubisky. You know, if you get the right situation there or he goes in and learns from somebody, then you got an opportunity to maybe see, you know, what, what the promise was that the Bears saw in him on draft night. Jeremy in Texas joins us. Hi, Jeremy. Good morning. Long time, first time, five eight two hundred. I wanted to mention y'all were talking about Dak Prescott's situation. You know, they just paid Amari Cooper. They're running out of money. They're getting picking up all these defensive guys. Why not pick a cornerback first round, second, third round? Pick up a Jalen Hurts. You know, everybody forgets about Jalen and what he did in Alabama, and then he goes to Oklahoma and has a phenomenal season in Oklahoma. But nobody's ever mentioning him. So well, you know, he could be one of those those sleeper picks. Yeah, but that's how they got Dak Prescott. You know, you had Tony Romo, and they were looking at Connor Cook out of Michigan State, missed out on him, and then they were even thinking of drafting Johnny Manziel years ago. Uh, Dak Prescott fell into their lap, and, you know, they found their franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts is going to get an opportunity somewhere as a backup quarterback, I feel. I don't know if it's New England. You know, I saw Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft, and he had Jordan Love going to the Patriots. Really? So, you know, you're starting to figure out where these guys going to go. Jordan Love is not a top 10 pick, in my opinion, not a top 15 pick. So somebody is going to maybe get a bargain down the road with Jordan Love. But he's if you're drafting somebody that high, it feels like you want them, expect them to play right away. Dwayne Haskins wasn't ready to play right away. Uh, Daniel Jones probably wasn't. He waited a little bit, and then he got his opportunity, and he had some really good moments there. But we tend to think, oh, coming out of college, these guys are in a pro set, that it's easy to make that transition. For some it is, and for others, that's the normal. That, that's, what it, that's what it's always been for the, even the great quarterbacks. There is that transitional period. Some of these you know, guys can come in and play right away and play at a high level but it takes a little bit of time for the other ones. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. We'll uh, settle on the poll question. Now, do we have any other poll questions, McLovin, before we uh, talk to Joe Buck? Well, we did put up just now who had the worst offseason, the Texans, the Cowboys, the Rams, Colts, mm. or the Jaguars. Okay. Apparently the Jaguars lost everybody. But it, this is going to be the Cowboys, right, because they're the most popular team, so people focus on them more. Well, you lose a great offensive lineman. I, I don't want Amari Cooper at that price. And you didn't sign Dak long-term. 
I'd, I'd have to put the Patriots in there, McLovin. Because oh, sorry, they're, they're in there too. I'm okay. kind of just adding them now. Yeah, has, has that been a bad off season, or is that what they wanted to do? Well, Kyle Van Noy, did they plan on losing him? And Brady, maybe they were planning on losing him, but I would think. It, yeah, I'd have a big question mark with the Patriots to what they did in the offseason. All right, let me get to Joe Buck, Fox NFL, baseball play-by-play announcer. Where are you, Joe? I'm sitting in my damn desk where I've been for the last two damn weeks. <laughs> Describe the office, uh, the office there. Take inventory for me. Uh, a lot of pictures of myself. <laughs> of course. Uh, that's kind of the way I roll. Uh, me in various poses. <laughs> Me with with friends that I haven't kept up with uh, over the years. Uh, there's there's some pictures of my wife in here. There's one picture of my kids. Uh, that's irrelevant. Uh, there's a bunch of Emmys sitting around. Uh, there's two bobbleheads. There's uh, a lot of books that I've told people that I've read and, and haven't. The one thing you grab, if you can only grab one thing, leaving in the house. Uh, Emmys, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, the one thing I would grab, there's a picture. I mean, I, fi- I figure, you know, if I'm running out of the house, I'm running out of the house with my wife and kids so we can replace those pictures. But there's a picture of my dad and me that uh, I joke about the Emmys uh, for a lot of different reasons. But there was one night we had in New York where he got a lifetime Emmy and I got to present him. And there, we, he and I are sharing a hug that uh, there's a look on both of our faces that I would never want to lose. And it was taken with one of those uh, disposable cameras that we bought at the Marriott on the way in, and somehow the picture actually turned out. So that that definitely would be something that I would search for uh, in the smoke. And, and by the way, I'm talking as somebody whose uh, mom's house burned to the ground. So uh, it's it, you do lose a lot, and whatever doesn't get burned gets uh, drowned. So it's uh, – it's, it's not a laughing matter, but I would definitely go after that picture. How are you keeping sharp? I don't know that I've ever been sharp. Uh, Fair enough. I, I do know, uh, yeah, I, I'm, we are, I would assume you're in the same boat as me. I, I'm, I'm really flooded with information, um, with daily clips that uh, Fox has some service that will pull clips from every newspaper in the country or different blogs or different websites or whatever that kind of consolidates the different baseball stories, the different football stories, newsletters, whatever I get online. And and I actually, I I feel like I'm kind of more dialed in than I've ever been. There's just nothing to do with the information, but I've done probably more reading in my quote unquote off season than I've, than I've ever done because I'm, sitting around the house and uh, trying to duck away from my almost two-year-old twin boys. What have you heard about baseball? I really haven't heard anything. Uh, I don't know that anybody knows any real information. I I would imagine if you sat down with Rob Manfred right now, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, he he would have no real idea – of when they're going to get going. I mean, there, when, and, and maybe if. I, I would like to think that there's going to be a season. I would like to think that if they got 80, 81 games in, like half a season, it would feel like a Major League Baseball effort. Uh, but I think anything short of that, you know, they're, they're going to have to get rolling, in my opinion, by 
at least mid-June. Um, I, I don't see May as a possibility, and they're basically going to have to start spring training over again whenever they ramp up. I mean, all this stuff seems silly when you think about loss of life and this whole pandemic situation that, that is literally around the world. So I get it when people roll their eyes and you're talking about sports, but it's a big part of American life. And, uh, you know, I, I've talked to our producer with golf. The U.S. Open is mid-June. I would say that's iffy, and, and even if they do play it, or even if they do get back to baseball, who knows what the crowd situation is going to be like. So it's a brave new world, a totally different world, and I, I don't know that anybody can tell you anything. Nobody at the network has said one word about when uh, baseball will start up. I, nobody knows. But we're going to be so backed up with all these sporting events. If you look at golf, uh, baseball starts, the NBA, if they try to squeeze that in, NASCAR try to get that in. There's hockey that needs to be squeezed in here, uh, maybe soccer that needs to be squeezed in. Then you start with the uh, off-season workouts or training camp with the NFL. I don't know if we have enough time to put all of that in in the span of about, you know, five months. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Uh, I, I know from a – reliable source that at least with regard to hockey uh their plan is you know first of all they they need to make sure nobody tests positive uh you know whenever the the startup date is looming and then they'll have a camp for about a week they'll open up the playoffs to even more teams than they typically have and i think they'll just slam right into a playoff situation and play the uh, and play the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I, I, there's no way they can finish the regular season, readjust, go into the playoffs, and I think it's going to be that way across the board. I don't know what Major League Baseball is going to do with a shortened season, and maybe they have to or get to toy with the postseason picture and add teams like they floated a month or so ago. And uh, the postseason looks different not only in 2020, but Going forward, maybe it's an opportunity that way to to get people looking at the playoffs in a different way than they ever have in Major League Baseball. Talking to Joe Buck, Fox NFL and baseball play-by-play announcer. He has been uh, inviting fans to send him videos so he can call play-by-play. And you said on Twitter you did uh, about 12 videos yesterday. Um, do you, do you want to ask for more here today? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they're stacked up. Okay. Uh, trust me. I, but I'm I'm happy to get them, and I want to keep doing them. What what I didn't realize was, I got these videos. Uh, Fox compiled them for me because I'm just it has nothing to do with with anything but my technological ineptitude. And uh, they sent me the videos. I did the voiceover into kind of a portable recording device, and then I sent those files back to somebody at Fox, and then they're putting them on top of the videos, and then I got a note last night, well, we're trying to clear the videos, I guess, with the people who sent them. So, uh, yeah, I, they'll they'll start, you know, hitting the Internet today. I, I, you know, I, I don't want everybody to, like, hold their breath like these are the uh, – you know, this is Michelangelo uh, presenting play-by-play of somebody throwing darts in their living room. But uh, it, they, those are done. I'd like to do 10 or 12 a day just for the hell of it. 
and people seem to enjoy it. Hopefully they do. If they don't, I'll stop. If they do, I think it's it's a chance to maybe raise some money for people who desperately need it at this time of uh, total shutdown. And what are you asking for from uh, those who send in videos? No, I just just a donation somewhere. I mean, I have no way of following up on it. I think I'm I'm uh, just playing on people's guilt, playing on people's uh, you know their word, and hoping that they'll follow through on what they say they'll do. If if I do the play by play to whatever they're doing in their backyard, their living room, their basement, or whatever it might be, then. They've got to make a donation somewhere that matters uh, during this time. And, and I don't care if it's $10,000, $10 or a dollar. Um, just I think the effort gets everybody thinking the right way. So I, I'm not checking up on it. I'm just hoping that people will actually follow through on making good because, I, you know, we, you, you and I are so lucky to do what we do. And uh, there's so many people wondering if they're going to be able to make, you know, a, a rent check or wondering where the next paycheck's going to come from or when. So, uh, you know, any little bit's got to help. Where are the kids? I have no idea. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're, they're, uh, they're wandering the halls. Uh, they turned two at the end of April. Michelle, my wife is, uh, sitting with them right now they're coloring and then my other kids my other set the 23 and 20 year olds uh are home one's home from new york one's home from usc and uh everybody's together so i mean i think there's some silver lining in it obviously while people are are you know struggling with this virus uh, you know those who aren't uh, touched by it personally I, I think have an opportunity to reconnect and i think that's it, it's been nice having everybody at home uh, but I have never wanted to go pay somebody for a dinner out more than I do right now. Rank your kids, because you told me this privately, like favorite to least favorite. Yeah, well, I I mean, they're two different sets. Uh, there's the older set and then the younger set. Uh, the younger of the older two, she and I have a connection, but the older one, the, the trick in parenting in, in my 23 years of it, <clears throat> excuse me, is making both feel like they're the favorite kid. So I, I think they both, if you hooked them up to a lie detector and you said, are you your dad's favorite kid, they would both say yes and they would both pass. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think publicly is the right time to do it. Uh, <laughs> at a bar, I'll tell you which one is my favorite. And then of the younger two, one of them looks a lot like me, bigger head. Is that a good thing? Bigger body. No, you got not a at all. beautiful but, uh, wife. I I feel bad for that that little well, guy. The other, but the other one, no, the they're both you know they're both knock on wood and thank God they're both you know good looking kids. But one looks like my baby picture. One looks like Michelle's baby picture. So I'll let you guess which one of those two, <laughs> at least through almost two years of life, is my favorite. Uh, good luck at home there. Enjoy all of that. Can we do this longer, please? <laughs> you want to call I in later? To... You want to call in tomorrow? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just want to sit in my office. This is so much nicer. Because as soon as your wife doesn't hear you on the uh, radio anymore, you just pretend you're talking. I Yeah, you just hang up whenever you're done, <laughs> yeah. and I'll just keep talking at a really loud volume, and uh, she'll think that I'm still – I'm still doing it, babe. I'm still on the air. Give me a I'm on with uh, Dan Patrick. Get a fake laugh in there too. 
<laughs> there you go. Uh, that'll always do. Yeah, you don't want to interrupt that. Oh, I remember that. the time. Yeah. 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 2004. Good what a times. year that was. Good times, great oldies. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Good luck, Joe. First time, long time. Okay, yeah, yeah. you uh, you have a great day. Thank you, Joe. That's Joe Buck, Fox NFL <laughs> baseball play-by-play announcer. We'll take a break. We got our play of the day. I got some Meat Madness songs to bring the Texas region. And if these songs are anywhere near what we had yesterday, you're in for a treat, good and bad. And also, I started watching a documentary. It was a bad idea to watch this documentary. I'll have that for you coming up next on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Here comes Jimmer. Long Are you kidding me? He's got his day back, folks, and the eye of the tiger. That's courtesy of CBS. That was nine years ago today. Jimmer for Dad played his last college basketball game. Florida bounced BYU from the Sweet 16. That year he led the nation in scoring. Just under 29 points per game. Support for the Dan Patrick Show is from LegalZoom. It's important to know the benefits of setting up your business the right way. Good thing LegalZoom can help. Their network of independent attorneys can answer questions and provide legal advice. To learn more, go to LegalZoom.com. We'll get some Meet Madness songs here, update the poll results. I started watching a show last night. It's called Tiger King, and it's on Netflix. So I was looking at, here's a summary of the show, just to give you an idea of this from the big lead. The star of the show is a man named Joe Exotic. He's just your average openly gay, gun-toting, drug-using, big cat-loving polygamous zookeeper who ran for president in 2016. Spoiler alert, that was given away in the trailer. He went to prison thanks to a ham-fisted murder-for-hire plot against another big cat enthusiast. Um, I know what you're thinking after reading all that. Is Joe a country recording artist? Yep, he's that as well. He's got music videos. He's got, yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. It, it, he's got a song called Here, Kitty, Kitty. He's got uh, My First Love. Um, it's called uh, A Pretty Woman Lover. Where he, he, So he's gay, and he's got these women climbing all over him. But the documentary, you start to watch it, and you think you're watching something that Christopher Guest, who gave us Best in Show, would have created. Where you're going to go, okay, we've got this guy. 
and he's openly gay. He loves lions and tigers, and he collects them, and you can come in and you can pet them, and and then he does uh, songs. It, it, it's crazy. Yeah, Todd. What uh, made what drew you to that? Who told you about it? Why did you check that out last night? Got a lot of publicity on Netflix. They're really kind of pumping it out. Like you just look at it and you go, "That's an interesting looking guy there." And then I watch the trailer, which I never should have done, because then I go, "Oh, you got me." Yeah, Stephen. I started watching that last night too, actually, but I fell asleep during it. Not because it wasn't interesting, but just because I was really tired. But I found it interesting when they start bringing in the other sort of big cat people yeah. like there's a guy in south carolina and you can tell that these dudes have these like they're they're known internationally and they really enjoy that so they're like you know i'm i'm arguably the biggest big cat uh, owner in the world or whatever in private and blah, blah, blah. you know they're oh, egos massive egos crazy. yes yeah but but they they basically have a zoo they they have a zoo where you can come in and you know they'll bring out the little tiger cubs and you can pet them get your picture with them and then he does all these tricks with them and you know, pets and it costs them. them like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just to feed them. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, McLovin. Okay, so I'm one episode in. I think the other people are also very weird. Doc Antle, as Seaton mentioned, and the uh, conservative. I've never seen. Is it all real, Dan? That's my question. I kept thinking that this is something that you would give that kind of mockumentary when, you know, when they did Best in Show or Waiting for Guffman, that you go, okay, wait a minute. Is this, but this guy's in prison. He tried to have somebody killed. There's a woman who I think is in Florida, and her job is basically to harass this guy, Joe Exotic, so people won't show up at his events because she thinks it's cruel and unusual punishment to have these animals in captivity. Yeah, Paul. Uh, I did some research here. There are eight states where it's completely legal to own a tiger, North Carolina, Bama, Delaware, Nevada, Oklahoma, South Carolina, West Virginia, Wisconsin. Shockingly, Florida is not involved. Fourteen other states require a permit to own a tiger or any other big, big cat. You can buy a tiger for under $5,000, but the problem is you need at least 15 pounds of meat a day for an average-sized tiger to feed it. Yeah, I think Joe Exotic is in Oklahoma, but you know he's got billboards there where you can take families go in there and they uh, take the tour and he puts on a big show for you. He's dressed up like he's got an outfit on. He carries a gun with him. He's got uh, his... Eye, uh, his eyeball or eye, whatever, above his eye, like his eyebrow pierced with, uh, you know, he's got piercings there and his rings on his uh, earrings. And like he's got his hair bleached blonde. He's a real, he's a real character, man. Real character. But that bleached blonde mullet is, yeah. uh, is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you just don't find enough of those anymore. Uh, season three of Ozark comes out on Friday. Ooh. It should be nice. Send me into the weekend. A little binge-watching there with uh, Jason Bateman. But, uh, yeah, Joe Exotic. Yeah, give it a shot. You know, if you're saying, hey, let me try something, do that. Yeah, see. You know what I love, too? They catch all these little moments where he's getting – the Joe Exotic is getting interviewed by whoever the person is doing the documentary, and he'll be there, like, petting the cat and being like, oh, look, this one just loves to be touched. This one just needs cuddles and all this stuff. And while he's saying that, the cat will go, like, <laughs> and bite his hand. And he's like, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And he, like, hides it behind. No, 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 that's okay. That's okay. No, it's okay. That's fine. That's fine. What? And then at some point, he's got a knee brace on, and he's got a crutch, and it's, I don't even know what happened to him. But it's bizarre, but it feels like you're being played that this isn't real with Joe Exotic. I didn't know he ran for president in 2016. I, I don't I, 
I missed him on the debates there. It was Joe Exotic on the debates there. I, I, I'm not quite sure I saw that, but, yeah, man, for your viewing pleasure, and I uh, put pleasure in uh, small letters, not capital letters. Uh, update the poll results, McLevin. Okay, who had the worst offseason so far? The Texans are actually running away with it after losing DeAndre Hopkins, and then the Patriots second. Yeah, all right. Cowboys are fourth, so no one's worried about the Cowboys. Well, they better win a Super Bowl real soon because they're going to be in salary cap hell. They're going to be because they paid everybody, and you still haven't fully paid Dak Prescott, whether it's for a three-year deal or five-year deal. You know, Jerry, Jerry's been all in the last couple of years on trying to win that Super Bowl. And they paid Amari Cooper, paid Ezekiel Elliott, the offensive line, some of those defensive players. Adam Schefter will join us coming up in about a half hour. Where does he think Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton are headed? Anybody headed to New England? What do you think of my idea? Jameis Winston in Pittsburgh. One hour in the books, two more to go with Seton Pauli, Fritzy McLevin, yours truly on this Tuesday. This is the Dan Patrick Show. The sports catcher. Hi and hello, sports fans. Dave Damashek here, and uh, guess who's sitting exactly six feet away from me? Adam Carolla. And uh, we're both here to let you know your favorite Adam Carolla show segment now has its very own feed. Well, what about the injury? And I go, that's fine, but what about being a your whole life? <laughs> we know the real reason so many people tune into the Adam Carolla show. So let's give the people what they want, Ace! seen pictures of him in Russia with a shirt off, and he looks he looks pretty chiseled. <laughs> Enjoy all the good sports segments together in just one place. Make sure you subscribe to Good Sports, available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast platforms. I don't want anything to do with performance enhancing. Just, you know, being a hero, you mm-hmm. know? That's what I'd like. Anything to add, Ace? No. Okay. <laughs> 